Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Around the 9 to 5 podcast. I'm your coach, Pamela Pritchard, and I help you go from employee to business owner. Whether you're creating your first client or learning how to create clients on repeat whilst holding down your day job, I'll help you make your business dreams a reality. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Build Your Coaching Business Around the 9 to 5 podcast. For today's episode, I am going to be talking about creating time to work on your business because I receive and I see so much messaging and so many questions around how can I create more time to build my coaching business when you have a busy nine to five, when you have a life, when you have kids, when you have things that you want to do, like spending quality time with the with your loved ones or with friends or just to get home after a busy day at work and actually just have time to do nothing. Here's the thing. None of us have time just waiting around. Even if you're somebody that values rest and is really good at taking rest and relaxation, that time is for rest and relaxation. It's not like you have time just hanging around that your business can very comfortably and easily slot into. It is something that you need to create time for, that you need to prioritize. And that means other things are going to have to fall off that priority list easier said than done. So this is what I want to address today. And I'm going to be breaking down a number of things that go into this. The five things that this goes into is first and foremost, like really shifting that mindset. If you're not in the mindset of I'm willing to create time and I understand my business is a priority and I know that that's going to mean some changes, then you're going to have an uphill battle no matter what you do, no matter what circumstances happen, no matter how successful your business gets. If you feel like you don't have time and you're in the mindset that you don't have time, that's simply going to create more of the same. So mindset number one, and we're going to dive into that in way more detail. Number two is actually being clear on, okay, fine, I need to build my business, but what actually does that require? So identifying the activities that actually move the needle in your business. I always say it's easy to get busy being busy, but busyness isn't business. It's a very different thing. And I know a lot of coaches are sat there with actually quite a lot of time on their hands and they're not making any moves. They're not actually moving the needle or they're not seeing the results that they know they're capable of creating. So it doesn't really become a time issue. It becomes a, what are you even doing in your business issue? (laughs) But it very closely relates to time because time passes. And then we create that feeling of shit, time is running out, or it's taking too long, or I don't have enough time, or am I going to get there? All time-related things. We also talked about shifting priorities. I've mentioned it already, but that's separate to the mindset. You need the mindset, then you need the actions. So shifting priorities and what that actually looks like and how to go about that. Shifting the time horizon is number three that we're going to be diving into because the time horizon is everything. I think some of you are out there thinking that you should be further ahead than you are, and that is adding more pressure that it simply doesn't, that you simply don't need. And it's holding you back from making faster progress in your business, which is ironic, but we do this to ourselves. You're not the only one. Don't worry. And I speak from experience fully and wholeheartedly, which is what makes me such a great mentor and coach in this arena. It's why I do what I do. 
Number four is being willing to work hard and differentiating that against the hustle. That will be another episode in and of itself, but I'm going to be touching that on, touching upon that today. And then finally getting the right support. So let's dive into the shifting the mindset on your nine to five on your time. Now, firstly, I want to address this isn't a you problem. This is a societal problem. This is a conditioning problem. We are dealing with a pandemic of hustle culture. This isn't just you. We have been conditioned to be this way. We have been trained from a very young age to wake up, go to school, study, come home, to set us up for success in the workplace so that we would get up, go to work, come home and repeat. We have been conditioned into this way of being. So feeling like you don't have time is because the way that you are currently surviving your day to day and currently creating the life that you have been uh, conditioned to live is because of societal conditioning. Literally, as a product of the war, we were designed to be factory workers because it was the most efficient way to 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 create factory workers, a product of the war and capitalism. So, and the industrial revolution. So this is generational. This goes way, way, way beyond just you. There's reassurance in that. There's also a lot of um, deconditioning that needs to happen as a result of that. And a lot of awareness that alone can be very liberating for people to know. So take that knowledge and really look at your own life and say, how is it from a young age? I have been conditioned into this way of being especially if you're 20, 30, 40 years into an established career by now, you have been practicing this way of living for a very long time, as have the generations before you. Add on the layer of being socialized as a woman, being socialized to people, please, to say yes, to do things for other people, to do it for ourselves last. That's going to be also one of the hardest things to allow us to create time for ourselves, because again, we've been conditioned to do the exact opposite proving ourselves, wanting to get ahead. In work, so many of my clients have come from burnout situations, have come from imposter syndrome in their careers. They found coaching because they needed a life coach themselves, and they're still in the process of their own transformation. And if that's you, A, huge fucking respect, celebration, and honoring this journey that you're on. And it's a journey. There is no end point, right? We're always going to be unraveling, deconditioning, learning, healing from the things that have been done to us. So if this is all related, if this is all like you're relating to everything I'm saying, then I just want to, again, acknowledge this is so much bigger than just being a individual problem. <laughs> this is very much a societal problem. But the great thing is that we get to make the change. We get to lead by example. And by us taking this leap and being the difference that we want to see in the world, that is going to have a ripple effect, a huge ripple effect. It's what makes us the best coach for our clients. So being aware of that conditioning, we then need to say, right, we need to, we need to enter, <laughs> exit the matrix, and we are going to actually find a new way. But first of all, with every kind of change, first has to come awareness. The ways that we are creating this within, within ourselves, the awareness of how society isn't setting us up for success in this regard, or normalizing this approach, and acknowledging that this is a going to create change and that we have to be willing to deal with the discomfort 
and the unfamiliarity that change requires of us. So shifting that mindset from that nine to five employee mindset into that CEO mindset where, where we're sovereign for ourselves, where we have the power, the influence, the purpose to want to make a change and to make that change, it's a huge responsibility and one that we will take because this is the path that we've on, that we've all, that we're on, that we've chosen. Whether we knew it or not, we, we are where we are. So we will continue taking each step forward. And that therefore means owning the truth that you get to create your own time. You are a sovereign being. You do have awareness now. You do have the power to make a change. And that means the shift, congratulations, it just begun. It's happened. You are already changing. New neuropathways have literally just been either established or reestablished. And now the next step is everything. That mindset shift from I don't have enough time to I have time. I can create time. I am responsible for the time available to me. I can take my power back. And I'm going to give you ways that we can do that in this session. I've, I've said from the outset, I am treating this podcast like every episode is a workshop. So work with me here. Everything that I suggest, I want you to seriously reflect on how can you do this for yourself in your own life? How is it true for you? Where do you need to put these teachings and put them into practice for yourself? So then. Once we have this awareness, I'm going to zoom in now into your business. Identify the activities that actually move the needle in your business. If you don't know, then this is your opportunity to invest in a coach, a mentor. Obviously, I cannot help you with that if you like the way I teach things. But getting crystal clear on what your business activities are is a non-negotiable. Otherwise, you're going to be wasting a lot of time doing guessing, throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing, seeing what sticks, shooting in the dark. It isn't as simple as just, I get to show up on social media and I make money and quit my job and off we go. <laughs> you need to have a cl clear, even a strategy, if that word feels very heavy to you and feels too businessy to you. You simply need to be clear on the activities you need to create clients. I have a free training on this actually. So you can access my free training, four steps to create clients. It's literally laid out what you need to do, but you need to get crystal clear on what those activities look like for you. Know what you need to do every day. So on a really granular level, for a lot of people, it's not actually that much. For a lot of people, it's a marketing activity, a delivering activity with the clients they already have. Some backend admin, in and out, job done. When you can be that clear and that concise, and really simplify your business that you're not selling. I always promote one priority offer, but so that you're not selling more than one offer at any one time, getting yourself confused, that you're really clear on exactly what you're offering, who it's for, what it's about, what it does, how you deliver it. So that when you show up to market it, it's in and out, job done. It actually doesn't create or need that much time. This is the thing that really blows my clients' minds when we break this down. It isn't time you need, it's energy, focus, commitment, dedication. So having a simple, clear process for client creation, connection, and that all starts with having an offer you love. So if you want help with that, hit me up. I've got an incredible birthday special on at the moment until my birthday. And it is literally a CEO strategy session, me and you, two hours to create 
your high ticket offer. It's a beautiful, beautiful session so that you can actually create an offer that you love. Whether it's from scratch, whether it's bringing an offer back to life, or whether it's troubleshooting an offer that you know you love, but just isn't quite selling, we can, we can deep dive into that. But it really is as simple as you create more time when you have the simplicity and the clarity and the focus on what actually needs to be done in your business, which when it really comes down to isn't a huge amount because you're not creating this business to create another version of your nine to five. It doesn't take 40 hours. If you choose to spend 40 hours a week, amazing. But most of us don't want or need or choose that. Next, to create more time to build your coaching business around the nine to five is a shift in priorities. It's admitting where you need help, it's setting clear boundaries, and it's delegating. So let's break that down a little bit. Your priorities are going to have to shift. That might mean for the next 6, 12, even 18 months, it might mean for you saying, okay, I'm going to have to turn my hour or 90-minute gym session into a 20 or 30-minute gym session. Is that something that you're willing to do? Are you willing to say to your partner or to your loved ones, I can't do three episodes of Netflix tonight and binge watch that program. I can do an hour or even half an hour and I'm going to need to take an hour to work on my business. Something that I find has been so valuable is really differentiating, especially when it comes to quality time with the people you love, doing the things you love to do. Is it actually quality time or are you just kicking the can doing something with someone? Because sitting there watching Netflix for a few hours isn't really quality time versus swapping two to three hours of Netflix a night for 20 minutes at the dinner table to sit down and actually connect and have a decent, meaningful discussion. And then they go off and do their thing, watching Netflix, whatever, and you get to unapologetically work on your business. Delegating. If you have children, especially, or if you don't have kids, you have pets, or you have other things that take up your time. I see a lot of people using time, again, not quality time, but just using up time, doing the things that they feel like they need to do that they don't need to do that they can delegate. Yes, delegation sometimes requires an investment, getting a cleaner, getting a nanny, giving yourself an hour, two hours a week to focus on your business, but having a nanny in place. It's looking at the return on investment and really looking at income generating activities. And obviously you don't wanna turn the whole of your life into things that you quantify because you can't put money on the quality time you spend with your kids. But an hour where they're just doing whatever that you're having to watch over them and you can't just sit down and focus versus an hour paid to a nanny so that you can get some focused, dedicated work done is going to be worth it. At some stage in your business, working five days a week, even though that brings you an income, isn't going to be worth your time when you have more opportunity to make more money in your business. That's when we start talking about going to four days a week or three days a week and putting a plan in action for that with my clients, setting a date and committing to it. The other thing is setting boundaries. This is a huge one that all of my one-to-one -one clients require coaching on. 
at one stage or another, either more deeply or just as touch points. But setting boundaries, finishing work when you say you will, being clear on what those income generating activities are, on what those business activities are that create clients, and then having really clear boundaries and being willing to feel the discomfort of implementing them, which sometimes mean saying no to your boss, which sometimes means saying, actually, I need more resources at work, which sometimes means saying to your partner, I know you don't like to do this, but I'm no longer able to pick up the kids every single day. I'm going to need your support with this, or I'm going to need support with cleaning the house. If you don't want to do that, we're going to need to invest in a cleaner. These things are going to not only help you build your business now, but they're actually setting you up for the type of woman you want to be in the long term. So this leads me on to number four, shifting the time horizon. Really consider this for a minute. If you have ever felt frustration, worry, concern that you're not there fast enough, that it's not happening fast enough, that you're not creating money fast enough, that you don't have enough clients, you don't have enough revenue coming in, you don't have enough likes, you don't have enough engagement, and all this stuff is weighing you down, you're not in this to make money, get rich quick, and leave within six months, 12 months, even 48 months, 24, 48 months whatever. You're in this for the long run. You're looking at a significant shift in your career trajectory, in your life trajectory. This isn't just a job title. This is a way of being. Being a business owner isn't just a thing you do nine to five. It's who you are 24-7, which means business owners need to be even more strict with themselves about where their boundaries are, when they do show up, how they show up, Because business owners, we don't really switch off when we're on holidays or on the weekends or in the evenings, which means we need to be crystal clear on, even if we're not going to switch off because we're business owners now, and that's kind of part and and parcel of the situation, we do need to be clear on what activities need our time and attention and energy. We do need to be clear on what our process and what our protocol is going to be when we are on holiday or when we do have quality time with the kids or with the partner or when we're just in the nine to five. And when you think about being the woman you're about to become, when you envision that six-figure business, seven-figure business, impacting people, a fully booked coaching practice, maybe you've got a book out, a podcast, whatever, and this is who you are now, that time horizon is not just six months, 12 months, 18 months. We're thinking two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the line. So shift that time horizon from it needs to happen today to I'm in this for the long game. How can I, how can I really connect to the bigger vision here? Stay rooted and anchored in my why, connect to the bigger vision and shift the time horizon from it needs to happen now and it's not happening fast enough into it's happening exactly as it's meant to, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be, and where can I build momentum? Where can I do something that's actually going to move the needle in my business? So giving yourself a bit of grace as well with this, giving yourself a little bit of slack Because if you really don't have time because you are extremely stressed and burnt out and busy, because admittedly your boundaries could be better, because you don't delegate, because you're not admitting where you need help, because you haven't invested in a life coach to help you build the resiliency 
build the clarity on where you need to put these put these frameworks in then honestly I say this to like acknowledge how fucking hard it is and it takes time to shift that time horizon and step into a very different way of being but that is what's going to be required of you if you're going to make this work I'm not going to beat around the bush it isn't sustainable to stay burnt out you know this it isn't sustainable to stay stuck it isn't sustainable to keep lowering your boundaries and letting people walk all over you or letting or doing everything in the house or not asking for help so it needs to start with you owning the power that you have owning what you need honoring what you need and putting things in place to actually make that a reality so then that leads nicely on to number five, getting support. And I've given you other, you know, I've mentioned about hiring a life coach. I've mentioned about having a business coach. I've mentioned about getting support investing. I've mentioned about having a nanny, having a cleaner. Now, obviously not all of us are in situations where we have the financial freedom to do that or where we feel comfortable doing that. And this is the hard thing, right? We're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. If you admittedly don't feel comfortable investing for help or delegating or putting in boundaries or getting a coach or having a life coach or any of the stuff, then with love, this is where you need to be your best and first client. This is a concept I teach inside my Thrive One-to-One program, which is my life and business coaching program to help coaches build their coaching business around the nine to five. It acknowledges that you are your first and best client because it has to start with you. It doesn't always mean a financial investment, but sometimes it does mean, like I said just now, asking for help, putting boundaries in place, being strict with your time, being focused on your time, actually taking the time to ask yourself, what do I need to do? What do I need to prioritize? And how can I make this a non-negotiable where can I reprioritize and rejiggle certain things in my life? And how am I really leveraging and utilizing the free resources that are available to me? I am not unaware of the fact that I have said a few times, take the time to figure this out. The irony, right? We do sometimes have to take time to create time. But that's, that's one of the biggest things I teach inside my programs. We have to slow down to speed up. Sometimes we need to like stop the car, get out, ask for directions and reconfigure where we are on the map. Because if we just keep driving, we're just going to go further into the wrong direction. <laughs> and Lord knows I've done that many a time. So getting support means like getting out of your own way. Now, I like to be careful with that phrase because I believe we never truly are in our own way because we are the way, you know? We might, yeah, sure. Who doesn't have fucking things they need to heal? Who doesn't have problems we need to solve or things we need to get better at? Things that we could be more sharp with or more focused with. I'm not perfect either. I am far from it. I promise you that. But when it came to prioritizing the things that I needed and really putting those boundaries into place, delegating, asking for help, doing the scary thing and making those investments, those were those incremental shifts that made big changes. It's, it's getting support to see your own blind spots, being willing to do the inquisition. If you don't have money to invest, then you can do this powerfully through journaling, 
And through taking the time, that phrase again, taking the time to create time, but taking the time to create time so that you can actually really see what is going on in your own mind, doing the mindset work. If you read a book, taking the time to do the journal prompts, to really sit down and reflect. Do you see now, sometimes the less time you have, the more time efficient it is to just invest in help. Because the stuff you can get done in an hour is better and more efficient than how long it takes to read a book, do the journaling, figure it all out. So these are the kind of, these are then the trade-offs that we need to start thinking about and contemplating. Yes, it might seem scary to invest at first, but is it going to save me more time in the long run? Being willing to break habits, staying consistent, implementing boundaries, owning the energy and the capacity you do have. So sometimes the best kind of support we can give ourselves, not just slowing down to speed up, but owning the energy we have. So if we know, if you're like me and you're a projector, you only have three, four hours a day to be efficient, that's owning the energy that you have instead of being in victim mentality that you can't do eight hours a day. Great, four hours, let's smash it. Having the self-belief underpinning all of this that I'm talking about is having the self-belief that you can change, that you can create time goes back to that first point. The mindset around time shifts radically when we go from, I don't have time. Where am I going to find the time? I'm so busy. How am I going to fit this in? I can't do this. I'm a hot mess into, I have time. I can find the time. I'm resourceful. I'm ambitious. I'm capable. I can do the hard thing. Those shifts, that self-belief, that's going to underpin all of the stuff that I'm talking about here. So to round up then, and to summarize the five areas, it is shifting the mindset on, I don't have time to, I can create time. If that feels like too much of a stretch, shifting the mindset from, I don't have time to, how could I create some time? opens up a world of possibilities. I love doing that in coaching sessions. Instead of going straight into that, what can I, what would be the perfect scenario? Because sometimes that's too far out of reach. It's how could I get there? It's like, ooh, let's just play in this realm of possibility. Two, it's identifying the activities that actually move the needle in your business so that you can be efficient when you're in your business and get it done. Three is shifting priorities. Four is shifting the time horizon. Five is being willing to work hard. Oh, I didn't actually go into that. Sorry, I missed that. And you know what? I'm going to save that for another session, for another another session, another episode. So stay tuned. So five then is getting support, getting out of your own way, getting the support you need to, or taking the time to find your own blind spots and do the inner work that you need to break those habits, implement those boundaries, stay consistent, build your belief and own and honor the energy and capacity that you have. Okay, that was a jam-packed episode, but there were so many nuggets. I would love to hear from you. Message me on Instagram. You can find me at Coaching with Pamela, two L's, and let me know what your biggest takeaway is. One thing I would say with this, that's a lot of information. Choose one, maybe two things and decide today, 
not tomorrow, not that you need, you don't need to rewatch this, that the, the knowledge has landed, you know enough, decide in this moment, there was one thing here that stood out to me that I know I need to change where I've been called forward. This is it. And this is how I'm going to do it. Write it down because there's power in anchoring in words and taking it from a thought into a linear sentence, anchor it down and then go and live it. Be your best client by being your first client, by being the transformation that you are showcasing for your clients. It'll make you a better coach. It'll show you how you have your own back. It will give you more confidence when you're selling and it will move the needle in your business. So drop me a message on coaching with Pamela at Instagram. I would love to hear how you found this episode. If you ever have any requests, any questions, anything you'd like me to dive into more, I would love to hear from you and I can put that into another episode. And if you want to work with me more deeply, I invite you into my world. You can find me at coachingwithpamela.com. Go check out my website. All my offers are always there. I mentioned about my birthday special earlier on. That is an opportunity for me and you to sit down and create your high ticket offer. It's a two hour CEO strategy session. If you want to work with me long-term, you can become a one-to-one client inside my Thrive program, which is my life and business coaching program to help you build your coaching business around the nine to five. And I have my mini mind and the wait list is currently open. So you can also find that the mini mind is your, your next paid client, six week group container to learn the fundamentals of building your business. The perfect start. If one-to-one's a little bit out of your reach or you just love and enjoy a group environment and an accelerated environment to learn and implement quickly with the accountability and my direct coaching, because you do get quite high proximity even then in the mini mind. So the wait list is open for that. We'll be opening soon. Or you can find loads of brilliant free resources on my website as well. Free workshops, free masterclasses, free checklists, my blog, my other episodes, go for your life. I want to help you. I am passionate about helping women build their coaching business around the nine to five, because I believe if you have a dream, then it is yours to realize. And I'm going to help you do that. So thank you so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Goodbye.